0: This is The Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I am your host, Rick Wolf. Well, here's a pop quiz for you on this Sunday morning, and I'll expect your answers right away. At 1877 877 337 6666 That, of course, is brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you at Mohegan Sun. Plan your stay at mohegansun.com. Okay, I assume you heard about the incident, the international incident that took place over in China, where three basketball players from UCLA were arrested for shoplifting. Now, my question to you this morning is very simple what is the appropriate punishment for those three freshman players who were caught in the act now of course uh since the incident took place they've all said the right things at their press conference that they will learn from this experience that they apologize that uh, what they did was not who they really are not the way they were brought up they even thanked president trump and the united states government for intervening okay that's That press conference was all good and was to be expected. And now UCLA has handed them an indefinite suspension. My question to you is, should that suspension be just for a few games? Should they be allowed to return and play in the, uh, the conference games later this season? Should they be suspended for the entire year? Should they be kicked out of school entirely? Have them do some sort of community service. Well, those are the possibilities. Perhaps you have some other suggestions. A few facts to consider. Fact number one, in China, stealing is considered to be a most serious crime. When Trump said that these kids, who apparently shoplifted merchandise not from one store but from three, that these kids were looking at 10 years in jail in China, that wasn't fake news. (laughs) That was real news. Theft in that country is a big, big deal. Fact number two, what would a college do with a typical or or just a regular student who was caught shoplifting? Well, chances are the, the college, the university wouldn't get involved. Being arrested wouldn't interfere with their student status, but the kid would have to deal with the judicial system on their own. That is, no one from the university or a coach or the president of the United States would get involved. And bear in mind this, fact number three, the reason why UCLA was playing basketball games over in China was because a lot of kids from China attend college here in the United States. A lot of them go to school in, you know, in, in, at UCLA and on the West Coast. And these kids from, from China, they pay their own tuition, the whole boat. So clearly China was over, uh, UCLA was in China trying to drum up more business for kids, for bright kids that come to their school. Clearly, this, was a, this did not work out well for UCLA and their image. Point is, when you're a representative of your university and you're traveling uh, in a foreign country, it's no longer just about you. As a representative of your university and your team, you are fully expected to behave in a manner that is respectful and honorable. So, again, if you're UCLA or you're the head coach, Steve Alford, by the way, Steve Alford, you recall, was a star basketball player and protege of Coach Bobby Knight at Indiana, what's the right message you want to send here? Now, Alfred has said that the three players, Le'Angelo Ball, Cody Riley, and Jalen Hill, they're going to have to earn their way back to playing time. But he wasn't more specific than that. And, And I have to tell you, you know, the question is, do you subscribe to the theory that teenagers all make dumb mistakes, and as adults, we need to accept their miscues and to forgive them and to move on? Apparently, in China, that, that, that thought, that theory doesn't hold much sway. Zero tolerance is clearly the law of their land, even when it affects teenagers. Now, remember a few weeks ago, we were discussing uh, teenage accountability, learning to take responsibility for one's mistakes, learning how to think ahead of the consequences of one's actions before you commit them? Well, this case is Exhibit A. And the question is, what do you do? What's the right message? What What do you do with these kids at this point? If you're UCLA and your coach Steve Alford, one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let us start with our friend Ed over in Elizabeth. Ed, good morning. What do you do in this kind of case? Get rid of them. They're gone.
0: They're gone. Give you, 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 you made my program a bad reputation now, especially for a guy like Steve Alford, who you, you know is ethical and all that. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, you're, you're lucky Donald Trump was able to uh, uh, get you to come home in America, and you didn't have the decency to thank Donald Trump right away. I don't care it. Donald Trump maybe tweeted right away to stay, look for got he's, he's lucky the president was able to work something out. I'm sorry. You know, I'm an old school guy. You got to get rid of him. And you know what? And and you know, let, let him look for another college on that.
1: You know, Ed, let's, let's go on that path for a second. You know, Going over to play in China, uh, and these kids are again they're they're first they're freshman ball players, all highly recruited. Uh they somebody somewhere, I assume, either Alfred or somebody from the school sat down with the, the team and said, you know, we're going over there to represent the university and we want to come across as good people because obviously we want to show that the Chinese audience and and basketball fans that we are legit athletes and we're, we have a great school and so on and so forth. So you couldn't ask for a more embarrassing situation to have three of your top players uh, and be arrested for shoplifting sunglasses. And as you said, you know, it, 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 you know, regardless of the politics, Trump and the government came in and did diplomatic uh, you know, processes to get these kids back home because if these were Chinese kids, they're in jail. I mean, it's as simple as that and in jail for a long, long time. It's... So to your point, you know, kids, we told you not to do this, to be careful, and they just basically said, Oh, you know, my bad and that's it. I you know, it's a harsh harsh punishment, but if you're gonna tell kids the right thing to do, you're gonna have to add some some uh some backbone to these kinds of these kind of situations.
0: Without a doubt. But you know what, Rick, we need to go back to the harsh punishments. Uh, I'm sorry because this country's going in, in different directions and we need harsh punishments to get things straight now. And that includes even in the coaching. I mean, we're in situations right now, there's a great football coach in Verona, New Jersey, who, you know, I'm sure you've read the article about he gets fired because he, he's he's too tough on the kids by the superintendent who sends it back a quarterback. So the the point I'm trying to say is going back to the old way of being tough is fine and I'm sorry, but probably not gonna be going back to China to play basketball again. You know, if, even if it's you know, to show up our, our college programs. Well
1: Ed, I, I hear you, uh, and as I said, you know, something to be said about zero tolerance, which was, used to be the, the, the law of the land here in the United States when it came to student-athletes, but obviously things have changed. Thank you, as always, for the call, Ed. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too. Thank you. You know, this is interesting because this little this incident, this international incident, is really sort of bringing back a lot of this discussion about old school and whether or not, you know, the time has come back to add a little more uh, strength into these kinds of punishments to get the kids to think ahead of time. Let's move on. Let's go over to uh, to George in Jersey. Hi George, you're on the fan.
0: Hi, Rick, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I think not only are they uh, gone uh, from the program, I think we ought to take a page out of the Chinese uh, playbook here, and uh, they should sit in jail for 10 years. I mean, <laughs> we're tired of, uh, of babying these uh, teenagers and saying, hey, it's okay, you make mistakes. Yeah, trust me, I don't think the, the crime rate uh, in China, is it, anything near the United States crime rate? If if we know that our kids, if they even do a petty crime, they'll do, they'll do ten years. Guaranteed, it's not happening here again.
1: Well, I, I hear you, and, and uh, that's that's strictly you know old school and core George. Uh, uh, thank you for the call. I will tell you this though: I, I would like to have known as the UCLA basketball team prepared to go over to China that somebody somewhere might have sat down with these kids and said, you understand, we are going to a different country, uh, and honestly, they have different rules and regulations and laws, and they are particularly particularly tight upon stealing and theft. It, I think if that conversation was held, and I, of course I have no idea if that conversation did take place with the basketball team, that might have gotten the kids to think twice about doing something stupid like this. But again, you know, if, if we can get our youngsters... To start, as I said, think to be accountable, to think ahead of what their actions might cause in terms of the consequences, that would be something that is, uh, I think, beneficial in terms of, of the, the grand scheme of things of them learning from sports and into life, uh, as simple as that. Let's move on. Let's go to Steve and Brick. Hey, Steve, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning. Um, you kind of just hit, hit my point. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, UCLA is sending this team over there. They're all kids. And they're going to a communist country, mm-hmm. China. You know, someone some someone sits down with them and explains to them the customs, the legal system, the communist attitude. Sometimes bad attitude towards America from some Chinese, and and not to mention the fact. And and this isn't being a racial thing, but you have three kids that are non-white. Over six foot tall in mm-hmm. China, mm-hmm. they're not very hard to watch and pick out in a store. And you really think that you can put sunglasses and different high priced items in your pocket, your book bag, I, your backpack, <laughs> and no one's going to see you? I mean, the Steve, thinking this involved.
1: Is, this is this. I mean, you, you touch upon so, the, the the hardcore realities. Like, you know, what were you guys thinking? You know, everything. Everything in the world today is videotaped. Everything's on security, uh, you know, the cameras. And you guys stick out because you're all troll, You are American. You are black. I mean, are you kidding me? What were you possibly thinking? Yeah, uh, it's
0: just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the most troubling thing, and then I'll let you go. I, is is It's kind of like the audacity, like.
1: Well, it's you know, I would use the word entitlement as opposed to audacity, exactly. but they're very close. And, and yeah, I think that's the, that's a concern. Hey, Steve, thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate Thank it. you. You know, and, and entitlement, is that what this is all about? All right, let me. right, let me, I'm going to take a pause, uh, and we come back after, the, after uh, Dave Uram's update. to go right back to your calls. The question is, what's the right punishment for these three UCLA basketball players? You know, once now they're back here in the States, you know, what do you do with them? Do you kick them out of school? Do you kick them off the team? Do you reinstate them? I want to hear from you. And back here on the Sports Edge, I'm Rick Wolf. This morning I'm discussing the right or appropriate punishment for the three UCLA basketball players who were caught shoplifting in China a couple of weeks ago. Whether they should be suspended from the team for a few games and then fully reinstated or kicked off the team for the year, even kicked out of school. Uh, from you know, I I uh, from I understand the, the, the kids, uh, the three kids, are currently allowed to practice with the team, but they're not allowed to suit up for the games or travel to any away games. Uh, and one of the questions that uh, I want to ask as well: These kids are good players; they're all freshmen, they're all highly recruited uh, players. Is it fair to their UCLA teammates to have them keep sitting out? Again, uh, Steve Alford, the coach, has said on the record that these kids will have to earn their way back into his good graces to, to play again, but he hasn't given any timetable on this. And I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. What What is the right punishment here? one 877 let us go to Montvale, New Jersey. Dave has been waiting. Dave, good morning. You're on the fan.
2: Hey, good morning, Rick. Thanks for uh, great shows, controversial and relevant topics. Uh, my take on this comes from the perspective of having raised uh, four kids uh, to adulthood who participate in multiple sports over the years uh, I think the the, uh, the right way to go is kind of balanced uh, nothing too draconian but uh, nothing too lenient and I think the right approach would be to uh, uh, bar the kids completely from the team and all activities this year get the NCAA on board so they can't transfer to another school
3: mm-hmm.
2: and put the, and put them on probation. And if they screw up in any uh, way, you know, misbehavior on campus, repeat offense, shoplifting in the U.S., then they're barred for life. They lose their scholarships. Uh, I think probation is the way. And uh, maybe some community service in the mix there to keep it uh, in their consciousness. And... uh, I think what's got to be kept in mind is uh, your your point is a good one about punishing the teammates, but they did that. They're responsible for that. And the audience for this decision and, and uh, UCLA's actions is very wide. I mean, it goes beyond the team, the school, the community, the U.S., and China's probably taking a look at how we handle this. So I think... Uh, uh, pretty severe, but not too draconian with probation uh, in the mix is
1: so, the way to go. So just to be clear about this, you would recommend that they don't play at all this year? Correct. Okay, so they sit out the year. Now, again, and I, I don't think I've even said this, but it's assumed that these kids are on full scholarships. So basically, they're going through school for free but they're not going to play this year as as punishment. Now, look, these kids these kids are all about basketball. These kids obviously love to play the game, and it's going to be, I'm sure, killing them to practice with their teammates and then not be able to play in the games. So maybe that's punishment under itself, you know?
2: Well, it's a good lesson for them to learn. I mean, any time we were too lenient with our kids, uh, we regretted it when we were well, somewhat yeah. harsh, even though it hurt us. Uh, you know they turned out to have learned a lesson, and these kids have to learn a lesson
1: uh dave will be i'll be very very curious to see what what the final ultimate outcome is with these kids whether u c l a uh, and, and the coach out there, Alfred, lets them come back and play. I mean, I just don't know what's going to happen. But as you said, and I agree with this, and Dave, thank you for the call this morning. Uh, you know, a lot of people are watching all this to see not only what UCLA handles this situation, but obviously it has greater repercussions, you know, for the school and even for the country and, and perhaps uh, U.S.-China's relations. I mean, this is a big deal. Let's, uh, let's, go to, um, let's go to Jeff out in Long Island. Jeff, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm
1: well, Jeff. What do you? What's the right punishment here?
0: Um, I think the last caller hit it on the head. You want to um, sit, you know, him, when, sit him for a year? Yeah, at least. I, I think that's minimum what should happen. You know, when a team goes over to uh, another country, I can guarantee you that the coach uh, sat down with the team and told them the c- customs and consequences well, we hope, very specifically. We, we, in that we hope battle.
1: they did. We hope they did. They may not have,
0: you know? I... I can't imagine that they would not have, mm-hmm. because this is—it's such a severe country. If you do any um, small criminal act, I, I can't imagine how that would not have been talked about. Mm-hmm. And you know, they didn't. Uh, it, it wasn't like they stole a three-dollar pair of glasses, and they didn't do it once. They they did it three times. They were stealing three and four hundred-dollar uh, sunglasses or mm-hmm. whatever they were doing. So their intention was to steal. Um, and they had to know that this was a severe country. To do anything like that would be severe consequences. They are incredibly lucky that they're not spending ten years in jail. So punishment of being off the team for one year is minor compared to spending ten years in jail.
1: I,
3: it's a
0: complete embarrassment to UCLA.
1: Oh, I, there's no question. This is a total lose lose for UCLA. And uh, as I said, I, I it, this is goes beyond uh, the coach. Uh, this is now being dictated i 'm sure by well you 've heard I mean the President of the university uh you know was commenting about all this and was trying to say the right things to try to put a good spin on this, but this goes much beyond the basketball program. this involves the entire school that 's why u c l a was over in the first place in China to try to drum up goodwill to have more chinese uh students attend u c l a so it, it's, it's this is a big deal. the question 's going to be Jeff is what do these kids do next if they are told that you're not—you know, you can continue to work out with the team, uh, and you will keep your scholarship, but you're not going to play this year. Then the question becomes, you know, well, do the kids just transfer out of the school? Do they drop out? Do they they decide to do something else? I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this is all how was resolved. And um, I know the kids were very—they seemed to be apologetic at the press conference, but, you know, we'll see if the, the, those— that how sincere those apologies really were as time goes on, particularly if they're not allowed to come back and play. Jeff, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let me move on to uh, our friend Mike over in East Rockaway. Mike, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning, Rick. Um, like I've been doing, you know, Rick, for the last 15 years on a Sunday morning, reading the <laughs> paper and listening to your show, uh, this is a very, very interesting uh, can of worms, so to speak. Three elite players, elite school, UCLA. Yep. And they shoplift shades, they want to look cool in shades, whatever uh I think you know they must have taken a stupid pill, maybe you know or whatever color that pill may be, but to uh really you know shed light on the response of the coach, Steve Albert, no response for the president or a and they're lucky, like you mentioned, Rick Donald Trump intervened, this is like a An international incident that occurred, and when I spoke to my man Matt, I was waiting on deck. You know, I thought one year suspension would be fine, but now that I think about it, yeah, it's got to be more severe. One caller brought up a good point: probation, uh, maybe community service. But here's a twist to this, Rick. Steve Albert, the coach. uh, I wonder what his old coach, Bobby Knight, would have done. Yes, you know, speaking of old school, like you said, and it's different climate uh you know a coach certainly can't get away with certain things, but now the behavior of three elite students uh it, that what? that that's that's really uh, a disgrace to the to the uh to the school to the teammates you know uh the good teammates who don't feel the need to shoplift and it's really uh it, it's a delicate uh a delicate uh, question you know
1: well i have to tell you i mean yeah, it, 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 there's so many different angles to this. You mentioned uh Mike about um, Bobby Knight. I I think it's fair to say that if three kids if when Bobby Knight was coaching at Indiana, let's say, uh right. and went on a trip overseas and, and took his basketball team with him and three of his players uh, were caught shoplifting, you, <laughs> you think Bobby Knight, you know, he would have just said, "Well, goodbye. You're gone." Goodbye. goodbye. We don't need we didn't need we don't need criminals on our team. Goodbye. You're gone. I mean, there's no—to right. him, it would have been like, you know, talk about zero tolerance. No, we don't have any—there's uh, no discussion about this. There's no sense of, oh, I hope you've learned your lesson, and maybe we can do some community service. He'd say, goodbye, you're gone. So now, we've, gone. We, now yeah. we're, we're in the year 2017. Steve mm-hmm. Alford was a big star for Bobby, and, and obviously was a big star in Indiana. He's the head coach. He's got to be thinking, well, how would Coach Knight handle a situation like this? And it's yeah. it's, it's tricky, and for every parent— and every coach uh, out there today is thinking, "How do you do this? Do you do you just give them a, you know, a, a slap on the wrist, Oh, you made a mistake?" And look, uh, teenagers make right. mistakes. You know, this is tricky, and it's, uh, it's yeah. I I don't know exactly what the right answer is here, but I will tell you this, Mike. I'd be surprised if these kids are kept out of the program for the entire year. I think they'll be back playing basketball. Particularly when the uh, Pac twelve uh, uh conference games start up. I think that's I do too, to Rick,
0: because it's an elite program and like you know, Bobby Knight, I'll let you go. You got other people on deck. Yes. Um but Bobby Knight probably would have said, Don't let the door yeah. hit you <laughs> you know what on the way out, all three of you. Goodbye.
1: Thanks. Hey, Rick, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you had another thought, but yeah, I agree with that, and uh, the question is, is was that the right approach? Is that too old school? Let's move on. Let's go uh, to Jeremy in Binghamton, upstate New York. Jeremy, good morning. You're on the fan. Good
0: morning, Rick. How are we doing? Uh, good. What do you think we do with these kids? Well, I'm going to pull an Alan Iverson here and say, are we really talking about shoplifting here? Because I'm, I'm sorry, but a year's suspension for shoplifting is crazy. I get that it's an international incident, but... We let people, look at Ezekiel Elliott, look at some of these people who have been caught raping and beating people, and we don't have these conversations about how disgraceful they are, well, and here we are making a, a, you know...
1: couple of differences. First of all, you know, once you, we're talking about college here, right? These kids well, are... Well, I'm
0: also talking about college. Think about Baylor and all of that. There well, was okay. so much yep. stuff that went on.
1: I hear you, and that, those are all valid observations about the other colleges who have problems with uh, you know sexual abuse and, and harassment and whatever difference here of course is this this took place in a foreign country international
0: and Yeah, and, I agree I, I understand. And I've been abroad with uh, my team in college before. Yeah, yeah. And my biggest thing here is um also that when you're eighteen you really have no metacognition, which means you're not gonna be able to think about your actions before they actually happen. Um it's a true story.
1: Yeah, but Jeremy when you were eighteen, did you know right from wrong? Do you know that you shouldn't take take merchandise out of a store and walk out with it? Did you know how to do but that? The, what was the, right?
0: The consequences aren't always as understandable as some people might logically think they are to an 18-year-old. Even if you think you might know it's wrong, you might not really understand the gravity of what how wrong it is in another country.
1: Well, like here, I hear you, I but, mean, but I mean, when you said you you took your team to a, a different country, did you yep. sit down and talk to your team and talk to them about you going to a foreign country? They had different laws, different culture. Did you ever explain that to mm-hmm. them?
0: Well, I was the one being taken. Oh, okay, um, well, did, did your coach tell you, like, you know, we're we were so- not talked to. So, we were, we were never specifically told any different rules per se, other than don't do anything stupid. Well,
1: okay, but <laughs> I think I think we can classify shoplifting as being stupid, right? I agree. Um, I just think that. look, <laughs> no, Jim. I know, look, my, Jeremy, I know what you're saying that again. There's a whole raft of of, of scientific literature that says that teenagers, you know, their their brains are still developing. They do things without really giving them much cognitive thought and whatever. But in this particular case, you're not not just not one kid. There are three of them. They know they're not in, uh, you know, in Westwood out in, uh, in L. A. They're in China. They don't speak the language. I assume they must realize they stick out like a sore thumb because they're tall and they're black. Somebody, somewhere the threat of the to say, you know, we probably shouldn't be doing this. That's ah, a prank. It's no big deal. What's going to happen? They'll to tell us to put the, the sunglasses back, not realizing that we're going to make a, this into an international incident. And,
0: and then, they, I don't think that probably ever crossed their mind I, that that was a That's possible very possible. Outcome.
1: But it's one thing if you do that when you're 8 or 10. It's different when you're, you know, you're 18 or 19. And I hear what you say, well, Jeremy, but... Uh, I think, it's, I think it's, it's something where, again, I go back, and I thank you for your, your thought this morning. My, my sense is it goes back to teaching kids accountability, to somehow to get them to think, think twice before they do something that may blow up on their face in ways they can't even imagine. All right, let me, let me take a, a time out. When I return, I'll go right back to your calls. And speaking of football, it all starts uh, this morning at 9 o'clock with Football Sunday. Mark Malusis and Dave Deal have all their insights, thoughts, and comments about the the big slate today with the NFL. Make sure you stick around for that program. Uh, uh, AskCoachWolf.com is undergoing an upgrade, and it should be relaunched very, very soon. Uh, I ask you to please check it out, AskCoachWolf.com, where you can read more about the topics we discuss here every Sunday. And, of course, you can post your own thoughts and comments, uh, especially if I can't get to your call on the show. Okay, we're talking about what do you do with these three UCLA uh, basketball players in terms of their punishment. Right now they're sitting out, they practice with a team, but they don't dress for games, they don't travel to away games. question is, are you going to reinstate them at some point? Are you going to kick them out uh, for the entire year? uh what do you do uh one 877 let us go to stanford connecticut bill you're on the fan hey rick how are you doing this morning good how are you bill what do you do with these three kids
3: uh, um well you see, I, I just graduated college. I was a college swimmer, Division One, all four years. Okay. And uh, every year we went to a, uh, a a string of meets in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. And Puerto Rico is part of the United States. But, of course. You know, we were made we were made clear that you know this is a trip representing the school, and this is a trip that we're all going to be responsible. You know, we're not on vacation. Right. We're we're there to, to work. We're there to swim. We're there to we're not there to have fun. So you know these uh, these kids decided to go to the bar on one of the nights before the meet and you know alcohol is legal if you're underage in Puerto Rico and they still got caught and they still got suspended so I really think that you really need to, to, to teach these kids a lesson you really need to suspend them you know that's the only way they're going to learn but, that's Bill, the only way that they're going to act responsible how, long, and, you how know, long
1: were your teammates suspended for how many, how many meets they, did they were
3: have? immediately suspended for the next meet the next string of meets we had The meet the next day they were suspended for, and they were suspended for our big meet against Villanova that we lost. Uh And they were one of our two best swimmers, so it was a real big blow to the to the team. And you know we all felt the same. We all felt that that was the right suspension because you know you gotta act. You gotta act in representation of the school. You gotta you gotta represent really well and you know, I, I think a fair suspension would be a year because you know, you did something illegal in another country, you disrespected UCLA and you disrespected the program. Bill, so that's I, my opinion on Bill, the situation. Can I
1: ask you how old you are?
3: I am twenty
1: three. All right, so the reason I asked that is because we've heard from a lot of people this morning who who also agree with your position that you know uh, you're going to be suspended, you're going to sit out the entire year. Uh, but you know, my fear was that that was coming from old school people. You're 23 and just lived through this yourself as a, as a college athlete, and you've seen that you know this is it's a tough it's a tough kind of uh, punishment. But you, these guys, your teammates, were told don't fool around. We may be going to Puerto Rico. But we're there not to have a party. We're there to compete, and uh, yeah, they had to pay the price. And as you said, Bill, it hurt it hurt your team because uh, they were not allowed to participate uh, in some key meets. So it's 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 difficult. But as you said, sometimes you got to sort of bite the bullet. Bill, thank you for the call this morning. No, you, you know, and and I I think this is what I'm hearing. Uh, that you know, sometimes, yeah, you got to sort of say, look, this is the way it has to go. Simple as that. Let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Bill, another Bill over, this one in Jersey. Bill, good morning. You're on the fan. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good. How are you? What do you do with these three kids? Out. Out. Gone. Out. Well, now, to be more specific, out of gone. school, out for the year, they're, what do you, what are you do? Gone.
0: Gone. They're not part of the university anymore. Okay. Gone. They're finished. So you're kicking I them out I mean, they they're, they're lucky. Because years ago, there was an incident like this where a young kid fooled around over there in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point they were going to cane the kid. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, he said, oh, I'm I'm an American. You can't do that. Wrong. The judge said, you live here. You follow our rules. You don't, you get punished. And it took, I can't remember, I think it was Clinton had to step in. And they brought the kid back to the United States. But it was a real incident. The kid was, like, spray-painting or something. You know, something over here kids do, you got to take it. Over there, you get caned. Yeah,
1: I, I do vaguely recall that case, and you're right. It, uh, I can't recall the kid was a student athlete, but it was a kid who obviously did something stupid who figured that, okay, I'll do something dumb, but if I was in the United States, i get a slap on the wrist or a community service. This is a little different. And, um, you know, nobody's denying the fact that the, the, the law in China applies in this case, uh, and these kids were looking at, at uh, several years in jail, doing hard time. I, oh yeah. So I, it's it's hard to get the answer here, but I, and and I, I hear you, Bill. Uh, but it's uh,
0: also their parents too. You're telling an eighteen, nineteen year old kid their parents didn't tell them right from wrong. You don't steal. Well,
1: I, I you know we have to assume that somebody at some point, uh, and again, an eighteen year old. If they're if they're if they're bright enough to go and be accepted into a fine university like UCLA and they know they're going to play basketball there and get a full scholarship to play at the school, they must know right from wrong. They knew what they were doing was wrong, and they just obviously didn't think through the consequences. or figured they'd you know just that eh, it's no big deal. I'll, we'll put the uh, we we'll get caught. We'll give the merchandise back and move on with our day. It doesn't work that way. And I I yeah. hear what you're saying. And, Bill, thank you for the call this morning. Maybe the point is all this is that um, that this might serve if, if you serve, if there's a silver lining in this, that it will teach a lesson or teach a, a teachable moment to a lot of student-athletes. Like, look what these three kids did, and uh, it, may, it may end up they don't play the entire year. They may end up uh, not getting into the games this year. Uh, and, again, they're lucky to have their scholarship still. A lot of people are saying, no, oh, get rid of them. Just, you know, as Bill has said, get, kick them out of school. They violated uh, you know, a, a trust that the school had in these kids representing UCLA. Let's move on. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Gary, also up in Stanford, Connecticut. Gary, good morning. You're on the
0: fan. Hey, good morning, Rick. Uh, you actually, you just took a little of my thunder. I was going to yeah. say, this could be a life lesson for these kids. And what I would do, what do I want to know, first of all, what, do they have a code of conduct at UCLA? That's the first thing I'd like to know. And are they going to follow that code of conduct, being these guys are these you know, three you know, really good basketball players. But what I would do, uh, I would suspend them for a year, and I would have them do charity work
3: inside mm-hmm. the Chinese community in, in
0: L.A. Yep. And then um, what I would do, I'd take away their scholarship, and then after a year, I let them back. And I, I think they got to be held accountable, but uh, I would, you know, give them another shot. And I think there would be a well, good life lesson for them, and hopefully they can turn their lives around. Thank you, Vic.
1: Yeah, thanks, Gary. I will say this. First of all, uh, codes of conduct, they're primarily used utilized in high schools in this country I don't know and I'm, there might be universities that have codes of conduct as well or students code of conduct which not just for the athletes but for all the students in the school but the fact is again we all sort of assume this that somebody from UCLA either the coach uh, Alford or or the athletic director or the or the assistant coaches somebody who was traveling with the team must have sat down with the kids before they got at the airport and said, look, we're going to a different country. They have different rules, different culture, different laws. Make sure you keep your nose clean. Don't do something stupid. And, and uh, I, I have to assume that conversation took place. One thing I do know, anytime any other college uh, team goes overseas from this point on, that conversation will take place. Uh, but the fact is, uh, I, I just, I, I, I don't think in my heart of hearts that they're going to kick these kids out of school. I don't think they're going to suspend them from playing for the entire season. I think you're going to see them play again, uh, as the, uh, the conference games come up on the schedule. Uh, they're not going to lose their scholarships. Um, and I hear all you're saying, you know, suspend them for the year, have them do a community service, particularly, uh, you know, with the Chinese community in Los Angeles, all wonderful ideas. I just don't know if that's going to happen, and, and that that's the reality of this. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Tom in Levittown. Tom, what do you think?
0: Uh, Rick, maybe you could help me with this, but I heard on the uh, radio the day that I think UCLA had this problem over the summer with some football players. Oh yeah? Uh, three, three football players got in trouble for shoplifting, and I believe they were uh, kicked off the team. Really? Uh, okay. I don't think they would do that for these basketball guys, because these basketball players are, are uh, you know stars. But uh, I think there's a precedent that UCLA set over the summer with their football team, and and it's going to be a problem if they don't follow that precedent that they already set.
1: Well, Tom, I wasn't aware of that. That's true. And they did have football players who were caught shoplifting, and they were immediately dismissed from the team. That would have happened by now with these basketball players, don't you think?
0: I, I think so, but I said I think if they if they don't follow that precedent, I think Alfred and the uh, third director is going to have some questions to uh, oh, answer. Oh man, that that, uh, that
1: that opens up another uh, can of worms. As you said, there's already a precedent there. I don't know what the, obviously the particulars are in that situation the football players, but as you said. Why would you give, you know, that, that sets a, a double standard motion, particularly with these kids who are obviously overseas representing the school. I don't know what the football players were doing in the summertime, but obviously they weren't, uh, I presume they weren't in China, and I presume they weren't, uh, you know, uh, working out with the team at that point. They were just, you know, being dumb teenagers. I, I don't know what to tell you. It, it's it's a real, real concern. But uh, th- thank you for that insight, Tom. Appreciate it. You know, I I, I this is, again, it sounds simple and maybe— Twenty, thirty, forty years ago, it's in a different time, different place. Ah, you break the rules, you're off the team. Goodbye. You know, you lose your scholarship. You should have put two and two together before you shoplifted. But now we're in 2017, and things. well, you give guys, you give kids a second chance. Uh, maybe they've uh, they've learned their lesson. Uh, this is a teachable moment. Uh, so we're going to suspend you for a few games, but we'll, we'll bring you back into good graces later on. I mean that's it's just a different way of looking at this. My question is is that the right way to, to run a, a sports program uh, particularly at a school like UCLA. All right, let me take a pause. I'll be back. radio.com.
2: radio.com.
1: Well, what a nightmare for UCLA and coach Steve Alford. I mean, this is uh you know having three of your better players freshmen uh, be caught shoplifting uh in china uh in what is the appropriate punishment uh i don't think anybody has uh, a crystal clear answer on this we've heard a lot of people today say that a you know just they they've now forfeited uh their 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 eligibility uh to play this year they should be suspended for the entire season others have said kick them out of school others have suggested they they do community service uh, I don't have an answer for this, but I do know this. If you're coaching kids today, whether it's in high school or in college, you got to sit down, whether you're the parent or the coach, and be proactive. Explain to them you're going to be aware of your surroundings, particularly when you're representing the school, representing your teammates, and representing yourself, which means you got to think ahead of all the possible consequences of any, any impulse you may have. Uh, I will tell you this, I, don't, I won't be surprised if these kids are playing again in a few weeks at UCLA. When that happens, think about this show, what we talked about today, and think about the long-term impact that's going to have. Okay, that's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks this morning to Matt Casey. Please stick around for Football Sunday. That's up next. I'll see you next week right here on the Sports Edge.
0: Okay, picture this.